Welcome to the Road Rage. We are back again. Now we'll be joined by uh, head basketball coach Brad Brownell at uh, 525 today. Um, you know, do you remember <laughs> a texter asked me about Jay Haynes and what I and what my view on Haynes is. I, look, I think Haynes has explosiveness. Um, you know, I think he needs to get stronger and I'm, I assume that's been happening and put on uh, good weight. Um, you know, I I think that he'll get some opportunity, but I'm still of the opinion that by the time you really get into the heart of league play, I think the artist formerly known as David Azumume is going to be the number two back. That just rolled right off your tongue there. Well... Yes and Azu- no. Azumame? Well, it, is that how you say it? Well, see, this is the thing. It rolled off my tongue incorrectly. Oh. Well, golly, now I'm going to call in the wrong well, thing. No, no, no. Listen. All right. This is, remember, I spoke about this before. I know. That we were told it was Izumume. And, and that's easy compared well, to others. Well, it's a lot easier than the revised what? Izumume. <laughs> the revised. See, the, the Izumume thing we had we had down. There were four syllables. It sounded good. We felt good. You know, it seemed it seemed pretty easy compared to, you know, some of these other names. Izumume uh, seemed like, yeah, 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 we can handle that. And that's what he was known as. Remember, and then I said that I was on the official... Uh, Clemson page and it said no that this is what we all thought it was but it's not this anymore okay so it never was in his perspective right so well I don't know guys <laughs> change their names the pronunciation of the names Joe Thiesman Thiesman changed his every other week uh committed to Clemson on the 17th birthday March 1st 2023 expected to enroll in Clemson in January of 2024 though initially pronounced Izumume, throughout his youth, his family clarified in 2024, the pronunciation is, <laughs> and we're changing the accent too, which is, which is concerning, you know, uh, or disconcerting, you know, it was Izumume, the accent was on the Zoom, now it's on the eh, that's on the eh, yeah, it, well, now there's two accents. There's two accents now. And so let's try this slowly because we now have five syllables. We somehow took four syllables. We took a name <laughs> that has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight letters. We have an eight-letter name, and it's now five syllables. I liked the eight-letter name when it was four syllables, and we had a Zoomer made down. <laughs> The actual pronunciation is, I don't know, A-Z-Yo-Mume. Ooh, that's going to take some work. 
Azio Mume. Azio Mume. Azio Mume. And the accents are A and Mu. A Z Yo Mume. No. I just put on the May. I just put on the May. It was tricky. A. A Z Yo Mume. Right. A Z Yo Mume. Okay, I got that. Ezio Mume. Man, I liked it the other way. <laughs> Can't we go back? You know, did you have to tell us this? <laughs> you know, he'd been that way your, in his whole life. So, I mean, just, you know, you, you had allowed us to mispronounce it his whole life. Now we have to, and I, and I, I, I thought He's I really He's speaking up now. Say again? He's speaking up about yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's going. He's going to the big time now. So you know, you got to make sure it's right now. That's uh, that's uh, easily understood. A z yo mume. A z yo mume. A z yo mume. A z yo mume. Ah, oh, now it's starting to get it. A z yo mume. I think I have it. A z yo mume. He done months <laughs> Really, Don, man. Hey, Don. What's up? Hey, Don, did you check this page What's yet? What's up? Don, Don gets all the toughies. He Don, does, Don. Don, Don, you might want to check this page if you haven't. Start working on this one now. Because, you know, it's one thing for me to sit here and in slow motion with no pressure and not in a game. Do you, no, when with, you're trying it, to call it. With it, right, uh. with it right in front of me and trying to figure it out in the air. But when you're trying to call live and he runs for a, a eight yards around left end and you're excited about it, who knows what, it, what it's going to turn into. Uh, but Don is the ultimate professional. But, uh, but yeah. Ezio Mume. Ezio Mume. Ezio Mume. David Ezio Mume. And, the, and here's the thing. You're going to have to... You're gonna, David. <laughs> David, right. David. After all that, it's David. You David. Know, right. Look, it, we're happy for David. Right. Oh, look. We're happy that it's David. It well, could be other things. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. We could have added to the degree of difficulty. Yes. I don't know too many names that have eight letters and five syllables. It's either. virtually impossible. I don't either. It's virtually impossible to have eight uh, letters and five syllables, but that's the reality. And the other reality is you're going to have to know this name. Cause I think, I think this kid's playing, you know, uh, call him, sir, whatever you want. Uh, I think he's playing. I, I think, I, I think he's too good. And I think he's physically ready. Uh, and you know, look, Maybe he has a nickname you could go with. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I do think that uh, um, I do think he's going to impact almost right away. I mean, I, he's probably going to be 210 pounds uh, before the season gets here, maybe more. And he has long speed. He's a little bit of an upright runner because he's a taller runner um, at six foot two. But he has explosiveness, and I just think. I think when you look at Clemson's backfield situation, I think he's the second most talented back on the team after Mafa. I, I think he jumps those other guys. I just I do. I know they played last year, and I and I get that, but I I still think 
I still think that's where you're headed. But I knew this exists. I knew I had seen this before. Remember I told you this? Because I had the I had the four-syllable pronunciation down. I didn't need to look at it or anything else. And then one day, I was bumping around on the site, and I saw that, and I said, oh, no. And it seemed like nobody had seen that. <laughs> when, remember when I first brought it up? I remember. Nobody was aware of that. You know, everyone had pretty much concluded that it was pronounced the way I said previously. But it is not. It is... That's close. I mean, that's as close as, as I can get right now. Now, if you ask me this tomorrow without looking, uh, then I probably have an issue. Um, but regardless, I, I think I think he's going to be a very good back at Clemson. Is going to impact um right away as i said all right um so you know the bottom line on the the clemson discussion is my expectation is that kate is going to be stronger he's going to be able to handle contact better than he did because look honestly he went down at first contact last year He, he just he went right to the ground in first contact and so he had to get stronger had to get bigger, and um, and I expect that you'll see that this year. And I think you'll see the quarterback run game return to the Clemson's offense. Now, you know, one issue uh, a year ago was that there was no backup quarterback. And while there are backup quarterbacks, I just think it seems clear that there's not really competition for the job. So that means to me that regardless of the fact that Cade didn't play very well last year, that the drop-off from Cade to two is significant. Um, so you need to keep him healthy. I mean, but at the same time, I think he is going to run more, and I do think he'll run more effectively, and that will hope, hopefully open up elements of this offense that were closed this year. Most important thing, as I said, big play, big plays need to return to Clemson's offense. There just there wasn't any of it all last season. I mean, that was the most disappointing element of the football team, honestly. That the offense produced no big plays whatsoever. You know, a lot of the passing game when it did exist were short, quick throws. There was like nothing vertically. There was no uh, pushing the ball down the field at all. Uh, and and quite honestly, those were some of the throws, the few times Clemson did throw it vertically, that Cade seemed to struggle with the most. You know, um, so I, I, he's going to improve. And I, I think, you know, in, in all areas, I think you will see some improvement. Going back to that, it's how much improvement will be key to exactly what type of season Clemson has. I do think you'll have more weapons. You have more offensive line depth. I think the offensive line coaching is going to be better. And it's not that Thomas can't coach offensive line, doesn't know offensive line play. It's There's a difference between being able to play yourself and being able to coach football. Those are not the same things. Um, and I think Luke was a 
terrific addition in that regard. Uh, you know, I have said this before. I think Luke is a really smart guy. I don't even just mean as an offensive line coach. I mean, I have heard him interviewed in the past, and I always thought, I always came away from those interviews thinking, this is a really smart football guy. So I love that hire, and I think it will help improve an area that needed improvement. It's clear now, and it was clear to some of us before, but it was clear that there was too much youth in the coaching makeup. There just was. Uh, too much newness, too much youth all at one time. And that was not a recipe for coaching up the newness. Now I think you've, you've, you've made some adjustments to the staff that I think will certainly benefit um, the product on the field. That's my expectation. Um, how much so will be, um, will be the determining factor. Um, before we uh, go to break, let me tell you about uh, Kiwi Financial and my guy, Greg Wales. Hey, listen, through personal life, business, financial, and estate planning changes, your financial advisor should be by your side, like financial advisor Greg Wales at Kiwi Financial in Clemson. If you aren't getting the attention or information you deserve from your current financial advisor, Greg Wales at Kiwi Financial in Clemson wants to earn your business and your trust. A financial advisor should know your goals, help push you towards them, send you frequent updates and encouragement along the way. Your financial advisor should also educate you on any new financial approaches to help better grow your portfolio and your return on investments. Greg knows you've worked hard for your money. Now you need your money to work for you. Greg uses cutting-edge financial technology to create a meticulous plan that will help you achieve your current investment and financial goals. Greg will be there for you through the mountains and valleys of life, educating, advising, helping lead you to a more fulfilling financial future. If you just want more from your money and your financial advisor services, call Greg Wales with Kiwi Financial Group. As I've said, Greg is a really sharp guy. He will help you. Call him today. You will 100% uh, thank me later. It is Greg Wales. It is Kiwi Financial. 654-5043, Tell them we sent you. Or visit KiwiFinancial.com for more info. That's KiwiFinancial.com. Quick break. Uh, Brad Brownell joins us at about 525. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Brakes? We can save you 15% on that. We have OE-quality Duralast brake pads and rotors in stock, ready for pickup or delivery. We also have calipers, brake fluid, tools, and anything else you'll need to do the job right. When you get Duralast pads and rotors together, you'll save 15%. It's just part of what makes us America's number one brakes destination. Harbin Lumber Company has been helping build dreams since 1917, proudly serving our local communities for over 100 years for all your building material needs. With spring around the corner, now is the time to think about a new deck or deck remodel or screened porch. Have it completed so you can enjoy the great outdoors. Visit HarbinLumber.com or call us at 706-356-4300 and let us show how we can help with your vision. That's 706-356-4300. 
Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, Clemson's choice for great dining, is pleasing you with their innovative food. Featuring two for $25 menu choices like Cajun or Creamy Alfredo, fried calamari, garlic basil pesto, meatball sub, or spaghetti, all served with Texas toast. Two entrees for just $25. And remember, Wine Wednesdays. Choose select wines for just $5 per glass. Open daily for lunch and dinner and brunch on Sundays. Nick and Mike Bar and Grill, 1310 Clemson Boulevard at the Best Western. Hey guys, did you go up a pant size over this winter? Shed that weight with semiglutide from Low Country Mail. It reduces cravings, lowers A1C, and lets you lose weight with no strict diets or exercise. All plans include primary care, labs, medication, and more. No long-term contracts, just straightforward pricing. Proven results make men men again. LowCountryMail.com Spring cleaning is always first thing on the to-do list this time of year, so don't forget yourself. Roosters is here to remind you how important it is to keep your hair and face fresh and clean this season. Roosters has a full menu of what you need for male grooming this spring to check that off of your list. Don't forget to set your next appointment with the professionals at Roosters on Pelham Road in Greenville by calling 884-8920. Gift cards are always available at Roosters. Give the gift that keeps on giving. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Get wings the way you want them. Try Twin Peaks wings bone-in breaded, naked, smoked and grilled, or boneless in your favorite saucer rub. Your home is your most valuable asset. When it comes to the professional installation of a decorative coating on your garage floor, working with a local, experienced company is in your best interest. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. For nearly 15 years, we've provided premier garage floor coatings and have earned the most five-star Google reviews in our industry. To learn how we can make your garage floor shine, go to irondrivegaragefloors.com and request a free estimate. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. Liberty Mutual presents How to Be the Life of the Party. Okay, first turn the music off. Then ask for everyone's attention. Now, tell them that you customized your home insurance with Liberty Mutual and saved hundreds. Boom! Now everyone knows you're not just a pretty face. You have some brains inside that face that know how to save hundreds on home insurance. Woo! Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Based on recent survey of new customers who switched and saved. Underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and Affiliates. Excludes Massachusetts. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Well, that's what we're here for. To get you out of your sports glass case of emotion. You're welcome. We are The Roar. Thought we were stuck there for a minute, Ramona. I was going to hit the record player. 
Walter <laughs> Tula Road Rage. We are the back. record player. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you know, we say mark the tape. Uh, Ed Coach Brad Brown now. Coach, uh, great of you to join us on uh, on short notice. Uh, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Uh, good win last night. Certainly the guys played terrific. Everything's a lot easier when you shoot the ball like that, make 14 threes. But, uh, you know, I was really proud of our defense. We yeah. uh, made a couple tweaks, uh, and our guys adjusted extremely well. thought we caught them a little by surprise and, and uh, just, you know, able to, to, to really make it hard on them defensively. And then offensively, our guys just played with really good poise and patience and move the ball. And when you're shooting it as well as we did early in the game, I just think it gives you a lot of confidence. So, um, again, it was a great win. And, now we need to follow it up this weekend. Yeah, I thought the defensive effort last night was uh, really incredible. Um, all the all the guys that got off the first time were all uh, shut down this time. And 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 I want to talk about uh, personnel in in that regard a little bit. In fact, let's start there because I I want to remind you of one thing I asked you about, and then I'm going to remind you of one thing you said to me. Um, okay. We, we go back a couple weeks and. It was really Jack Clark's introduction, reintroduction into the lineup. And I said to you then, I, I said, Coach, can, can he sort of be the missing link to bridge this sort of gap between the offensive starting lineup and and uh, the rest of this team? And at the time, you were reluctant to sort of go in on that because, he again, he had just gotten back in the mix. Now he's back in the starting lineup. He's in the starting lineup. And it just seems obvious to me that his length and athletic ability and maturity has made a massive difference in this team defensively. Yeah, it has. Um, you know, his his rebounding is just the first thing that that jumps out. Um, you know, he, he's probably averaging seven or eight rebounds a game since he's been a starter. Um, obviously, his experience he's seen a lot more than like a Chauncey Wiggins and so just being able to identify defensive switching and rotations and things of that nature he's he's obviously further along with more experience Um, and obviously his versatility as a player of that size helps us especially in a game like last night where we kind of put him on a point guard uh, knowing that they were going to ball screen and then we were going to switch and and have him guard the center for power forward for you know part of the possession and and uh you know that that worked out well and certainly he's been able to do those kinds of things for us uh that a lot of it goes unnoticed and then the fact that like last night he makes two threes you know that's that's big because they're packing it in to take away our big guys inside and there's open shots and if he can knock down the open three i think he was two for four you know and then he had four assists i mean it's just it's an incredibly Solid game, eight points, five rebounds, four assists, and then helping you on the defensive end like he did. And he gives you that Tyson ability to rebound out of his area too, uh, with his with his yes. length and athletic ability. And uh, and uh, and you know, you knew his offense would come. He he, he and I think it, it it the seamless sort of reintegration, integ- reintroduction of him into the lineup really comes because of the way he plays defense, rebounding first, and now. The offense is starting to come. Let me let me ask you about the flip side of that, though, because it's it, and it, it goes back to something you told me about about you know sort of the the personality of of Chauncey Wiggins and 
and uh, some of the uh, sort of the uniqueness of his personality. Uh, with the rise of Clark and Clark's in, increased minutes and an impact on the team, uh, Chauncey's minutes have gone down some. How is he handling that, and how do you handle that with him to make sure that he still stays happy? Yeah, it's hard, um, and that's you know that's what you're constantly juggling as a coach, right? Is hey, we're trying to win now, yeah, and uh, you know at the end of the day. Jack right now gives us a better chance because yep. we have we have enough scoring with PJ and Joe Girard and Chase Hunter and Ian Shefflin and we need a complimentary piece yeah. that knows that understands that and can help us on the defensive end because some of those guys you know defensively it's it's a challenge for us yeah. every game we're trying to figure out ways to deal with matchups that aren't in our favor and so Jack gives us another weapon or tool to kind of manipulate how we want to guard in games and do different things. And that's just not where Chauncey is yet as a player. Um, and so, you know, I'm just really honest with players and families and kids. I just think that's how you have to have to be. And obviously a lot of times that means you're, you're giving them information that isn't always pleasant or they don't want to hear, but it is the truth. And, uh, you know, here are some things that we're trying to develop here's things that we think that you need to improve upon and here's why we're doing it. And, you know, in all honesty, part of my message with Chauncey early on was, Hey, you got to play some early on and you got to play through a ton of mistakes because we really didn't have anybody else. Jack was out. And I chose to play you over some other guys in the program who are at guards because I believe in you and I believe in your development. I think you're going to be a great player here. Um, but at the same time, you know, if you can defend and rebound at the level of Jack, I'll play you. Um, but right now that's not as easy for him. Yeah. And and so we've worked through that, and I think he understands. I mean, it's it's hard, right? It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a very sensitive balance. And, you know, I think sometimes you do need to sit some to understand that, like, playing is a privilege and you got to earn it and you've got to take a big step forward. And obviously we've been talking to – Chauncey for a year and a half about he's got to improve his rebounding yeah. and at six foot ten we need him to have a bigger impact than just a shooter and his game has grown tremendously he's really become a better passer he's a guy who's scoring a little bit around the basket with some jump hooks he made a nice turnaround jump shot in the lane um, he's not wired the same way kids are all different and he's wired a little he's a little more timid than some of the other guys on the team and so that's why he's a perimeter type guy at six ten. Yeah. And he's never going to turn into a warrior. So you've got to understand that as a coach and coach him appropriately. And we try to do that. And so I think we've, we've gotten him better. I think we've built his confidence up. But there are some steps that he has to take as a player. To If you want to be a 25-minute guy, if you want to be a starter, you, you've got to do some other things. And these are the things you got to, you got to help do. Yeah, and I think that turnaround jump shot in the lane, if I remember, because I cited that earlier as well, came off an offensive rebound, if I recall. It did. Yeah. Uh, it did, and that's big. That's yep. big for him. Yep. And, you know, it's funny what you mentioned before, because I mentioned that earlier in the show today as well, that the notion that, you know, if the if the makeup of this first team was more defensive-oriented, then that might favor uh, Chauncey, but that's not the makeup of the first team. It's a offensive team, and it, it clearly needed Clark's input. I just think – I think his input has been – uh, dramatic without question. Now, 
I want to go back to something you said to me. We talked about the three-point shooting of this team, and we talked about the fact that, you know, you come into the season, this team seemed like it should be a great three-point shooting team, and it just hadn't happened for whatever reason. And, and a couple weeks back, you said, I hope water finds its level. Is water starting to find its level? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I knew that we would eventually – start making more shots it's just i'm with these guys all the time i see what they do and um you know it's ironic i don't know we've obviously as a staff have been talking hey why is it that we seem to not (laughs) always finish games or play quite as well sometimes at home and sometimes we get out on the road and it's you know like north carolina and last night i mean we're shooting the lights out road warriors the ball really well um you know, I don't know. I don't know if the guys feel a little extra pressure at home. I don't know. It's it's uh you know, but the one for eighteen and the three for twenty one against Georgia Tech and one for eighteen against North Carolina, like I, I wouldn't have ever thought we were gonna do that. Um now I didn't think we we're gonna make fourteen every night, but I certainly thought we're a team that on a bad night's gonna make five or six and on a good night we're gonna make twelve or thirteen. And uh you know, so I, I knew that we would you know, we would we would water would find its level and we'd have some guys start making them chase would make more and pj would make more joe's made a good percentage all year um it's good to see jack i think that's an important that jack and chauncey wiggins whoever's that kind of that other wing if we got two guys out there you know of the three that are making shots it's going to be hard on the on the defense and so those guys need to just make one or two to keep everybody honest um but our guys have shot the ball really well. We work on it. They stay after. They come in extra with coaches. I mean, we we put the time in, and you just watch these guys shoot. You know that 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 it's in there. You just got to get them. Keep making sure that they're taking good shots, and uh, uh, that that's really I think what the the key to good shooting is. I think uh, last five games or so, Chase Hunter's game has really come on, and. And all of a sudden, the light's going on in terms of his three-point shooting as well. The shot looks better. I mean, the form looks better. You know, I thought earlier when he was when he was struggling, you know, he's leaning left, leaning right, fading away. Now it, it seems like he's it, 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 the just even the form on his shot, the confidence is there right now. Yeah, he's he. I think it's again. I think it's shot selection with him. You know, he's a guy that is wired to score, um, and we've put the ball in his hands. And he does a nice job distributing in, in a lot of cases as well. Um, having said that, there are still times every once in a while when he he had a shot block last night that was a bad shot. And, uh, you know, when he takes good shots and he makes one early, his confidence just soars. And all of a sudden you watch like the end of the Miami game when he's just knocking them down. And last night in the second half when he's the best player on the floor, um, it, it's a whole nother level. And so – I'm really happy for him because of how hard he's been working. I do think he puts pressure on himself. Um, and occasionally he'll take a bad shot or two, and I always tell him, you take a bad shot or two and miss those, then you get a wide open one. You're thinking about the ones you miss sometimes, and now that, that wide open one isn't quite as easy as you would have liked if it had just been maybe your first one. And and so you've got to really, you know, you got to manage the mind in all this. And, uh you know, when he starts to see one go in or two, one or two go in, then, you know, the basket gets big like it did last night and the other night against Miami. Let me ask you a question about uh, about he and Joe in regards to playing point. Chase, I think, grew up as a wing, not a natural point guard. Joe, 
uh, had the ball a lot at Syracuse, but obviously was playing zone defense. Both these guys have had to make adjustments then in terms of the, sort of the evolution of their games. I mean, you know, Joe defensively wasn't facing all this high ball screen action uh, that he's faced now. And, I, and, and maybe that's put a little bit of, of, of extra, I don't know, um, uh, physical demands on him a- as well. But both these guys have had that challenge coming out of systems and coming up from systems where they, they did not play a uh, point naturally or defend it naturally. Yeah. Correct. I think one of the things that you don't think about, and I remember saying this to you last year, one time during a, during one of our, our uh, interviews, one of the things you got to remember about Chase is is when you play point guard, is you oftentimes you're guarding a point guard, yeah. or you're you're guarding another player on the other team who's a dynamite player, like you know Davis or Miles Kelly last night, and so now R.J. Davis, and so you're running around guarding those guys, and then we throw you the ball and they're picking us up full court, and you got to bring the ball up the court against full court pressure and get us into offense. The fatigue factor is real. And the wear and tear on a player is real. And so for us to be able to, hey, Joe's, or uh, yeah, throw the ball to Joe because Chase has been dealing with this for, you know, several minutes now, and then Joe can take some of the heat off, that that helps tremendously. Um, it, it's, it is extremely hard to guard at the level you need to guard if you want to be a, a primary defender and then also have to handle the ball and get your team into offense against the team that's picking you up and, and turning you on offense. I mean, it's a challenge physically. And so, you know, you got to have a couple guys that can do it. I think that helps us when Joe kind of takes some pressure off and we let those guys take turns. Part of it also put gets us to put Joe in a different position to where maybe we can utilize him in a different way, maybe put him in a couple more ball screens or make him come off a uh, a couple things, screens from different angles, and now guys got to guard him different ways. And so I think it's really helped both guys. You have a couple more minutes. I need to take a quick, quick break. Ramon yeah. is waving her yeah. arms at me. Absolutely. All right, I'm, we're with Coach Brabrow now. Walter Tula Road Rage. We'll be right back. Landscaper Supply in Piedmont is having a big grand opening event February 23rd and 24th. Join Quok and Ben live on location from noon till 3 on Friday the 23rd. Lots of giveaways plus free food. Landscaper Supply, Highways 8 and 81, Piedmont. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Terms and Conditions Supply. The needs of modern businesses are always changing, but corporate cards haven't evolved in decades. Until now. Meet Ramp, the all-in-one finance platform that combines corporate cards with spend management software. Ramp is the only card designed to actually help your business spend less, not more. With Ramp, you can set custom controls to stop out-of-policy spend before it even happens. And Ramp software even does expense reports for you. No more manual entries, no more chasing receipts. And with best-in-class accounting integrations, you'll close your books in days, not weeks. Ramp gives you better insights and a real-time view of all company spend, so you can stay focused on the big picture and build a healthier business. Join over 15,000 businesses who have switched to Ramp and start saving an average of 5%. Modern finance runs on Ramp. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. That's R-A-M-P sports. East Main Furniture in Easley, where every day is a sale day. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, Liberty Furniture, and Von Bassett. All at discounted prices. 
If they don't stock it, they can special order it for you. Now offering up to 12 months, same as cash on purchases over $300. East Main Furniture located at 829 East Main Street, Easley. Or call 864-442-6054 today. New year, new you. I know you've been thinking about it because I was there too. I've thought about it many years. And then I did it. Drop big pounds and never look back. Look, any time's a good time to start something good and something new. But now, with the holidays in the rearview mirror, now's the time to start PhD. If dropping weight's on your mind, just for a second, forget exercise. We know it's great for a million reasons. But instead, call PhD because it starts in the kitchen. Drop that weight. Keep it off for life. Now's the time. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. Hey, sports fans, want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives? Arthrex is hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic sports injuries around the world and in your community. From elite athletes to weekend warriors, they care about helping people get back in the game, and so do their employees. If you're working to make a difference and learn new skills, including machining and assembly, check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. No manufacturing experience required. Parenting is hard. It's even harder if your child tells you they're in trouble with the law. What should you do next? Nick Lavery, Clemson's local attorney, is here to help. Nick and his legal team know the best options to help defend and protect your child and their future. Whether it's a DUI, minor in possession, public disorderly conduct, or a fake ID, Nick Lavery is here to help you and your child. For your free consultation, call 864-654-3680. Wake up, breakfast, and nature-made vitamins. Whatever your morning sounds like, nature-made fits right in. Whether you're looking for vitamin C or a multivitamin to get key nutrients, we've got you covered. Now that's a good morning. We take care of you so you can take on your day. Start your day with nature-made, the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand. Based on a survey of pharmacists who recommend branded vitamins and supplements. Walt up to the Road Rage. We are back, and we are back with Clemson head basketball coach Brad Brownell. Coach, I uh, appreciate you hanging in there. Uh, uh, regarding Georgia Tech, game one, um, you uh, pound the ball inside. PJ and Ian kill Georgia Tech all game in the paint. They have like 51 points, 30 rebounds. Uh, and this is despite Georgia Tech trying to pack it in. Game two last night, I thought they packed it in even more. I thought. And it just seemed like they didn't want to leave the paint. And Dongo didn't want to come out at all. And so you had a lot of wide-open top-of-the-key looks for Shefflin and for PJ. And and I don't think he had any choice but to play it that way based on the way Georgia Tech played the first half. And a lot of those shots are wide-open shots, and you guys were knocking them out. Yeah, it's, it, it, there's no doubt. Um you know, we try to have a mix to our game, and we talk about that a lot, where we want paint touches and, and uh, rhythm threes, free throws. Those are the three areas we want to score. And, you know, I think I, right now I think we're second or third in the ACC in offensive efficiency, so we're playing very well that way. Yep. And a lot, of, a lot of it is because we have the balance and we have ways to score inside. And certainly they did a, you know, their plan was to take away P.J. and Ian and down low when possible. Um, you're gonna you're gonna leave some open shooters 
to do that. And they did, and we knocked them down. And then, you know, they made some adjustments and start yeah. coming out a little more. And we had to try to then go back inside. And, you know, that that's the hard part as a coach is then getting your team to like, hey, guys, we got to throw it back inside. <laughs> you know, one of, the, one of the challenges, and I actually talked to my guys about this, is like, you know, we have so many guys that are competent offensive players and they can shoot and scores that, hey, they want to shoot and score. They want to make plays. <laughs> so occasionally it's like, we, you know, another ball reversal. You know, we don't love that, Coach. We, we, we think we can make a play right here. There's such a fine line between the competence and what we need to be doing. So we, we fight that all the time. But uh, last night was one of the nights we, we had it figured out. Yeah, it's funny because I, I wrote that on Twitter last night. I wrote, uh, I wrote Clemson couldn't have played it any better than they did because in the second half, uh, Georgia Tech adjusted and they extended more. And in the second half, you started with the post entries and some high-low stuff. You got Godfrey down low a number of times in, in that regard. And so uh, Georgia Tech adjusted, but they were always behind uh, the eight ball last night, it, it seemed to me. Um, and so it was. A, I think it was a, a great plan, uh, certainly uh, last night, very, very effective in, in both halves in a game you commanded uh, from start to finish. Let me ask you a generic question about the uh, net ranking. Uh, I mean, obviously this system is fatally flawed in every regard. We have a, we have a whole league that gamed the system that tells you it doesn't work. Uh, you entered last night behind Wake Forest in the net ranking, despite the fact that you were 8-4 and four in quad one and quad two games, and Wake Forest was 3-9. and nine. And yet you were somehow uh, two spots behind them in this net ranking system. In addition to that, Coach, doesn't this system basically encourage a lack of sportsmanship and potentially open star players to to dangerous decision by coaches feeling like they have yeah. to keep star players on the court late in games that are that are out of touch? Yeah, a little bit. Um, because of the nature of it all with, you know, offensive and defensive efficiency numbers and what that means for, you know, those stats and how that affects your net ranking. Because the thing that isn't right is, you know, we're playing teams like NC State and Florida State and it, okay, the net rankings don't matter. No, they do matter. Then when it becomes, those are quad three games, you know, and it's like, all right, the top 75 at home are quad two, but these guys are 78 or, or 89 or whatever. And it's like, there's really no difference between quad two and quad three when the numbers are that close. But if the committee's looking at that and they're using that as a sorting tool and they're telling you that, Hey, you lose a game to Florida state or NC state by one. And that's a bad loss. Then, then your system is flawed. And that's, I, I really believe that's what hurt us last year and kept us out of the tournament is the Louisville loss um, at the end of the season. I think that one was looked at and talked about to the point where we're not analyzing who we actually beat and, you know, obviously beating NC State three times. It, that just makes no basketball sense or common sense at all. And, uh, you know, so there's just some other things that, that, that don't jive with what we're all supposed to be doing here. Uh, I get it. I think it's a really hard job. I think it's hard to pick the best teams. Um, but, man, you can't use a tool. You can't create this tool and then it have the kind of discrepancies that it has, um, you know, to, to where you're trying to beat people by 30 points so that it helps your net ranking. Uh, but to be honest with you, that's one of the reasons why Wake Forest tried to beat 
pit the other night yeah. by forty. Right? I mean, it's and it's and it it's worked. not good for anybody. It's not good. It's not good for pit. It's not good for the league. It's not. You know, I guess it's good for Wake Forest because the numbers change. You know, and it's even me keeping our guys out there. You know, two or three extra minutes just to make sure that we we don't have a bad last four or five. And minutes. that's just ridiculous. Twenty five point win to a twelve point win. And, and that, yeah, that's, that's just ridiculous. That's not right. You know, and here's that's another right. thing. Here's another thing. I, I just think it's ludicrous that the defenders of the system want to tell us, well, conference play doesn't matter. I mean, I, I just think if that's the if that's the premise of the system that you're operating under, then I think you need a new system. I mean, so what matters is the OOC games before your team is really set, the start of the year. We used to have the nitty-gritty report where it put emphasis on the final 10 games. The games that should matter are, are the league games against, by and large, your toughest opponents and the majority right. of your schedule. But now they want to tell us conference games don't matter. And you guys as coaches... You don't seem to know, be able to know from year to year what does matter and what doesn't. You know, last year it was the OOC yeah. wasn't good enough. Right, right. Well, the most frustrating thing is we've been close twice. Last year and then I think it was 19 where we had like a high net of 33 or something. Yep. And then that year I remember we lost. We had three number one seeds in the league, and the league was unbelievable. And we lost a million close games that year. Uh, and I remember distinctly being told that you know our our resume was fine, but it wasn't probably good enough because we hadn't didn't have enough quad one wins. We were like one and eight or one and nine. And I was like, okay, I get it. Like we didn't, you know. I, the thing I kept arguing is our quad one games were super quad ones because we played so many. You know, we probably played four or five of them against the three number one seeds, Duke, Carolina, and Virginia. And so it was, you know, they were like one, two, and four in the net. Um, and so it was hard. But then last year's team, we had plenty of quad one. We had a great record in quad one. We had good record in quad two. Our record was better than a lot of the teams that got in the tournament. And so then they wanted to pick on, well, you had a couple bad losses back in September. And I'm, I'm even thinking, like, T.J. Hall in the first wasn't half available. Of the year wasn't even himself, and it didn't <laughs> even matter. And so it, it, that part of it, you just get so frustrated because it's like the goalposts are moving <laughs> Every year, and you don't know how to schedule. You don't know what to do with players. I mean, you, you just—I feel—I feel bad for the kids, especially my my team last year. I, I felt so bad for Hunter Tyson, Brevin Galloway. Um, but you know, again, it's a it's a very difficult situation. I don't think the committee has it easy, but I certainly don't like what we're doing. And I think we we change the goalposts year to year based on. Uh, how we want to change it for each. I don't think it's the same for each team. I think we we look for a reason to put somebody out or a reason to put somebody in. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm look, not sure. I have. I've got. To, I'm not sure if our name wasn't a little bit different than we might have been in. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm 100 percent sure that's that's true. Um, let me ask you uh, one more thing. You know, uh, actually, two more things. One is, you know, a year ago. Um, Ben Middlebrooks wasn't great, but he was healthy enough to come in. He spelled PJ and gave you a few minutes and gave you a couple baskets and some post defense and some fouls and that kind of thing. And I know that your hope was that Boz Light uh, would fill that role this year. And I know Boz is a smart kid and and may have a future in coaching, etc. His availability has been a little bit of a problem. How has that hurt in that in that area? Yeah, more than you would anticipate or even you know, hope, um, you know, and it, it, it's, 
I thought by now he'd be a guy who would be playing, you know, we could play him eight, nine minutes a game. That's kind of how we recruited him. Um, he's had shoulder problems, um, you know, and it's unfortunately, it, I think it popped back out again last night uh, in the three minutes that he played against Tech. And so we're just, we're so thin. Um, you know, we have RJ, uh, PJ, and Ian. And to be honest with you, you know, Boz, Ian, and PJ have all been managing, you know, injuries here for the last, I mean, month and a half probably. And so it's just, I mean, practices aren't the way we need them to be. Uh, it's just, it's just really been hard. And uh, Boz brings so much energy to our team. He's such a positive person that, you know, I talked about it last night in my post game, just how, you know, we're trying to get our spirit back a little bit of that spirit that we had in November and December when our, your kids are in November, just they don't care who you play. They're just so excited to play. And right. through the course of a long year and some heartbreaking losses and, you know, kids get up and down and beat up and it's a long year and you're tired and wounded and you might even be mad at the coach or mad at somebody else or whatnot. And you can lose your spirit a little bit as a group. And so trying to rally the group to get our spirit back, Boz is a big piece of that because he's such a positive guy. And his whole reason for being here was just to help us to go to the tournament and uh you know so when you lose a voice a powerful voice and we don't have as many powerful voices as i would like sometimes that hurts you a little bit and so it's managing that in terms of minutes a little bit problematic it doesn't sound like losing you know seven or eight minutes is a big deal but it can be just because a lot of things can happen in six or seven minutes in a game and uh so we've had to figure it out um you know obviously charlie and jack have have played some at the four spot. RJ is certainly playing some five. Ian plays some five. We just have to kind of dance with it uh, game to game. I love the way RJ attacks the rim. I mean, you know, he just, he's not settling. He tries to get to the rim every time. He does a pretty good job of it. He's strong and explosive. Yeah, he really does. And that's how he's wired to play. And obviously, you know, we're still trying to teach him some things, a better feel and, and just, you know, some basketball IQ stuff, but man, his natural instincts to, to go score and to attack. And there's no timidness in that guy. That guy is at the rim. He wants contact. I mean, he's playing through things. Uh, he has a great spirit. He's an unbelievable kid, works his tail off every day, positive guy. Uh, one of the nicest kids you'll coach and then just really happy that, you know, he, he played well last night in Atlanta in front of friends and family. Coach, I'll let you go. I appreciate you joining us and, and taking the time on short notice. Congratulations again. It was a tremendous, uh, tremendous win. I think your team's playing the best basketball down the stretch. Uh, really excited to see uh, what happens moving forward. Uh, it seems like everything is starting to come together, even despite the, the injuries. I have one last little thing for you. Just It's more a curio- yep. curiosity thing, and it really has to do with a, a look ahead down the road i you know i know early in the year when when clark was lost uh both wiggins and asa thomas were getting some reps uh for the uh, the time that clark was unavailable how is uh asa thomas progressing yeah he had shoulder surgery um and so he's you Not know he's been out since okay. uh all of december really and had surgery in early january he's out of the sling and the surgery went well and so it's really been frustrating for him. It's been hard because it's, you know, feels like a little bit like a lost year. Obviously he'll be, he'll be a red shirt and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get the best of him next year. He's a, he's a really good kid. He's a smart player. He knows how to play 
shoots the ball pretty well, handles it well, you know, still learning how to physically guard at this level, but uh, he's got good basketball instincts. You know, he and the kid Jake Heidberger have good basketball instincts who are, who are, who are both sitting out. It was, it was fun when those guys were on the scout team uh, playing together because they gave us some good looks on some different things. So, uh, yeah, for, a lot of people have forgotten about Asa, but 6'6 six, six wing, um, good player and, and uh, a guy who certainly will help us next year. We'll talk more about that after you uh, win the ACC tournament and after you uh, roll through this NCAA tournament. <laughs> Sounds good, buddy. Thank you, Coach. Appreciate the time as always. Okay. There you go. Uh, look, I again, I, I, the one concern is the, uh, the, the the injury situation. These guys are are banged up and they're 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 playing some through some things that are that are, I think, more difficult uh, than people realize. And and yet, uh, it feels like, oh, the, I know there was something else I wanted to ask him. I wanted to ask him about the, the, the sort of chemistry between Chase and Joe Girard, which I think has taken some time to develop, but I really felt started to come together, uh, oddly enough, in the first 15 minutes of the second half against NC State. Uh, we'll save that for uh, for next time. But... I do think you're starting to see that on the court, and uh, that really benefits this team. There, this feels good coming down the stretch. It feels like the the pieces are starting to blend. You know, you, you know, we talked about Chase Hunter and how well he played. At some point during that interview, uh, Brad said uh, that uh, you know Chase was the best player on the court in the second half, and he was. He was the best player on the court in the second half, and. You've been sort of waiting for that. Let me tell you about the best guy in the field of Medicare, and that's my guy, Gary Mahaffey. The WCCP relationship with insurance for seniors and disabled dates back several years now. You, the listeners, call in all the time with accolade after accolade about Gary and his crew. You trust him. You like him. Uh, he never gives you bad advice. He's unbelievably intelligent and accommodating on the subject. Uh, again, he's been on both sides of it. Um, you know, I've got unsolicited testimonies about Gary till the end of time. If the current plan you're on is the best one, he'll tell you to stick with it, even if it costs him a sale. And, of course, his services come free to you. He's paid by the companies, not you. Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare companies and about 125 of their plans. In the unlikely event you want to consider another company plan, Gary will still shepherd you through Medicare or SHIP to help you reach your goal. Call him. I promise if you are of age, you will thank me later. 864-307-8484, 864-307-8484. It could be life-changing for you. Call Gary Mahaffey. Quick break. Anderson, WAHT AM 1560 Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the roar. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a Samsung Galaxy A14 included when you buy an extended silver unlimited plan. So you can give your janky phone to your kid. Switch to Straight Talk for plans starting as low as $25 a line per month for four lines. Find us at straighttalk.com. For network management practices, visit straighttalk.com. Device offer ends 41424. Online only. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Taxes and fees apply. The cold weather is here. Harrison's is the place to load up on layers from lightweight long sleeve t-shirts to heavy duty Sherpa line coats and everything in between. Harrison's is the home of work, western, and wow! 
nobody does work like we do. FR high-vis work boots and safety shoes of all types, plus a huge selection of workwear for men and women. Harrison's has what you need to work safe and work warm all winter long. Come see us in Spartanburg and Malden or get free shipping from harrisonsusa.com. Most folks in your neighborhood are realizing a garage floor coating is a must-have item. Our coatings are easy to clean, extremely durable, and they transform the entire space. I'm Jake Wilson, owner of Iron Drive Floor Coatings. In the last 15 years, we've installed over a million square feet of residential coatings. Trust in our team of professionals when it comes to your garage floor. Go to irondrivegaragefloors.com to get a free quote and see our five-star Google reviews and gallery of finished jobs. That's irondrivegaragefloors.com. There is a problem with mattresses. The bad ones leave you sleeping in a hole way too quickly, and no one makes flippable mattresses anymore. Engineered Sleep Designs and manufacturers mattresses that solve common issues and sleep comfortably. Whether you prefer firm or soft, they have you covered. Go check out their industry-leading dual mattress and their flippable classic hybrids at 333 North Pleasantburg Drive, Greenville, or visit engineeredsleep.com to learn more. Whether you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, see for yourself why the team at Ralph Hayes Toyota and Anderson has been blocking out the competition for 75 years. PJ Hall here, letting you know if you want to stay on time during the regular and postseason, Ralph Hayes Toyota has your next ride. From their certified pre-owned to all their new 2024 Toyotas, South Carolina's oldest Toyota dealer welcomes you. Ralph Hayes Toyota, Clemson Boulevard, Anderson. We wrote the book on price. Ralph Hayes Toyota. Tax Talk with Straight Talk. You give and you give. This tax season you get with Straight Talk Wireless. You get a reliable 5G network and unlimited data and a Samsung Galaxy A14 included when you buy an extended silver unlimited.